college football talk every Tuesday with Brent Beer, Heisman voter, and on Twitter X at Brent Beer, SEC, ACC, AAC. We talk it all with Brent. Here's Brent Beard with Bryant and Brett. Brent Beard joins us now from First Coast News in Jacksonville to talk some college football. Brent, thanks so much for joining us, and there's been a lot of debate, a lot of conversation these past couple of days about what the committee decided to do Sunday morning with their four college football playoff teams. What was your reaction to the decision by the committee to put Texas and Alabama in and Florida State out? Well, the committee really had gotten the point. Brian, we were really fortunate that we haven't dealt with this really before. Yeah. Now, we've come close to it a few times, but it, but at some point, the uh, uh, the, the, the odds are going to catch up with you that you're going to have a, a really difficult situation, and that's what we came up against because – we didn't have a whole lot of upsets. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, being down here and into two and a half hours away from Tallahassee, there probably is nothing we haven't heard over the last uh, <laughs> few days, frankly. Including uh, their members of Congress. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a waste yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, who really need to stay out of this, Jeez. Yeah, uh, frankly. I think we got uh, about 10,000 more pressing issues than Rick Scott least, getting involved in the college football playoff. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, there's no doubt about that. And look, here, here's your reality. And then you hear about, well, uh, Florida State's going to try to sue. Well, who in the world are they going to sue? Hmm. Uh, uh, because look, a man named Boo. That's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> clever. Uh, there is. I almost went cat in the hat there. Who are you going to sue? A man yeah, named Boo. I didn't mean to, Brett. It. Uh, look. The reality of this thing is uh, they signed up for this. Florida State did, like everybody else, um, uh, you, you know, how many X number of years ago, and they and they signed off that this is what we want to do. And when you do that, you really don't have a lot of precedent for suing. But here, this is the thing that we've talked about today. The Florida State's enemy is not Alabama, and it's not really the SEC. The The thing that Florida State needs to uh, be able to deal with uh, here, uh, frankly, uh, they, they, they have got to be able uh, to understand that this committee said it was either going to be the best team or the most deserving, but this time they went with the best that there's some confusion about how many people from the SEC are on the committee. Well, they're more from the ACC than the SEC. And the other thing that that you've got here is the uh, strength of schedule. Uh, FSU's 55, Alabama's 5. I know y'all have heard all those numbers, but to me that there's really a couple things here that, that, that really need to be addressed is – Number one, the system has reached its uh, exhaustion, and it no longer works. And thank God we've got the 12 next year. That's not saying we're not going to have trouble from time to time with the 12, but, but I'd much rather be debating, uh, like, like Brett told me years ago, I'd much rather be debating 13 and 14 than I would 5 oh, yeah. and 6. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and when basketball just went to 68, 
that cut out the Seth Greenberg protest. It, it, it did. <laughs> it, it did. There's no doubt about that. So, uh, really, where Florida State's going to have to go with this guys is, and, um, and, and I give Heather Dennett's credit for this, uh, because this is something very important in her article was that it says, in the end, though the difference between Alabama and Florida State boiled down to the committee's written protocol, particularly the emphasis on strength of schedule, which gave Alabama the edge. Um, and the other thing here, guys, is, is well, it's actually two things. One, Florida State now needs to redouble their efforts to get out of the conference. Uh, but because the strength of schedule's been brought down by the conference, the the other thing that that's got to be said here is that in 2021, I'll make this brief. When they came up with this silly alliance, part mm-hmm. of with Pac Pac 12, Big Ten, and people forget the ACC was a part of this, but they were very close at that point, guys, of coming up with a 12 team playoff. That would start not next year, but this year. For much uh, more yeah. money than next year's rights fee will be uh, because right. the rights fees are plunged. Yeah. So, uh, so really, my thing with this is I get the anger. I get the angst. Uh, we cover Florida State. I, look, I wish they could have gone in, too. Uh, but, they were wronged. Yes. But, but the reality of this is uh, how do you deal with the overall big picture and what do you do to change it part of it's already been done with with the expansion next year but i'm going to be very curious after some of the that anger is channeled into something else if they don't double down in, in trying to get out of the conference into a better conference which strengths the schedule yeah, I, I'm with you, Brent, on that. And I don't think next summer, there's almost no way next summer can have the movement that last no. summer did with the no. complete di- dissolution of mm-hmm. the uh, of the Pac-12. There's no way it can match it. But Florida State will be one of the prime figures out there. And now Michael Offord and their administration and their big money, they can go to everybody and go, we – Never mind that we've got to raise money for facilities. Never mind that we have to raise yep. money for yep. NAL. we got right. to raise money to pay our way out of this dang thing. Yes, yes, that, that, that is it. There's no doubt about that. Now, ironically enough, people may not realize this, but there's two things going on. They're, they are refurbishing their stadium like everybody else is, and that stadium is supposed to be completed in 2025, for their home opener against Alabama. Huh, that's wow. some irony, isn't it? Sure is. So That's a good note, Brent. <laughs> yeah, really so, uh, so folks may not have looked ahead enough on that yet, but but that's going to be uh, extremely important. And, and, and look, I won't belabor the, the, the point here too long, uh, but guys, in my, in my thing, Georgia has got enough of a gripe uh, as anybody does, uh, because a number one team has never been dropped out of the uh, the, the final four. So, that, I mean, if you want to look at the, these things, and Georgia's been pretty quiet about this, uh, but because Florida State has pretty well had, they've had the floor, and they've certainly used their time uh, 
uh, over the last two days. Yeah, no, they they absolutely have, and I think there's a a lot of ways you could look at this and and find issue um, with what happened on Sunday. But going to that Alabama and Georgia game, what was your biggest takeaway of Alabama going in there um, after really needing him? And we know Iron Bowl always close, always kind of theatrics towards the end of of those games, but really needing a miracle late against Auburn, but then going um, into Atlanta for the SEC championship game in beating Georgia? Man, matchups are everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bama was a matchup um, problem uh, with Auburn. Yeah. Uh, there's way too much eye candy that confused the defense. And, I mean, I give Auburn credit for what they did. Uh, but, but I mean, they should have won. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Georgia, believe it or not, was a better matchup for Alabama than Auburn was. Uh, and, and because... They were more conventional. They were they were more of uh, look. Both Bam and Georgia are built for each other to face each other and to beat each other. Yeah. Xerox copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, uh, there's no doubt about that. And that's going to favor Bam against Michigan uh, because they are both similar in that way. I mean, I, I mean, Brent. Frankly, I mean, I was surprised uh, that Alabama won, but. It, but but in a way I wasn't because they have steadily improved uh, since that South Florida and Texas debacle uh, on the offensive line, obviously with Milrow and also with uh, their defense. And the thing that that really that what, what was interesting uh, and somewhat surprising was they after Georgia's first drive they adjusted. And basically, basically control the line of scrimmage. Uh, and when you go back to those games, whoever controls the line of scrimmage is usually going to win. You can say that in probably every game, particularly that game. But the rushing, it, it mattered in, in Milrose improvisation. It really had Georgia hard yes. for them to defend to defend him. And Brent, I, I'm not, I'm not, by no means, I, I do not want anything to sound like I'm. I'm, I'm kind of cracking on Kirby Smart. I love him to death, and I think he's up there as one of the greats already of all time. He's just filling out the back of the, the, the football card the rest of the way in his coaching career. But I do think, like a lot of protégés, like a lot of understudies, I do think he looks across that sideline and he sees Olympus. He sees yes. Yes. He, Nick Saban goes from 5'8 to 12-12 when he looks yeah. over, when, when he looks yeah. I think that'd be 13 then if it was 12 he looks over there and, and he he sees a giant yeah. and we saw it with coach Bryant we saw it with coach Bryant against Charlie Mack against Bill yep. Battle against yep. Jerry Claiborne right. against right. Uh, Jimmy Sharp we, we saw it year after year after year that a lot of those teams were better. Brian, I know you remember the day around the holidays two years ago, and Coach Bill Battle had his great self-help book That's out right. around the Christmas holidays, and we had him on, yeah. and he told us the story of his, you know, he was 28 years old, and in his first game against uh, Coach Bryant, uh, Tennessee beat him. And he thought, you know, man, I'm going to get to midfield and Coach Bryant's going to get, you know, I'm so proud of you and, you know, you're like a son to me. Got to midfield, Coach Bryant said, battle, you're never beating me again. And he yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, I, I really think you're on to something there. Uh, that, that there is, I don't, I don't know if I want to call it a mental block uh, ne- necessarily uh, with that, but 
but look, he is, his record against everybody else and his record in Alabama. Everything uh, gets tighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, it does. Uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, and look, I, I have been very open about this, too. I think when Saban is, is, is in Auburn, he coaches differently, uh, frankly. So, uh, so Brent's points, wow, Brent's that's a point's point. a good one uh, in, in that uh, there, there are mental approaches to this. And, and I thought this was interesting. Some of the Georgia media really pointed out that they thought that, that Saban in this game outcoached Kirby and that Georgia made some basic mistakes uh, in uh, their their way they attacked. Their Got formations. a little conservative. Yes, yes, and all the above. Uh, but look, Brent, that's one of those things Brent and I have seen for decades. Yeah. Is it's the battle inside the battle, that, uh, right? Uh, uh, that that's as fascinating as anything else, isn't it? That's right. And, and the Georgia fans, and I don't blame them, and, and me include a lot of people who talk about the passing of the torch. Saturday would have sealed. That would have been, I mean, it, it would have been Kirby's world. If it wasn't already, I mean, it wasn't already, but we hit pause on that. Old Nick Saban's yeah. got something oh, to, yeah. to, to say about it. And I know I texted you this and, and several Alabama friends it, it was is this was that the best two weeks in Alabama football history? Uh, it, it, if it wouldn't, it was certainly close. I, I mean, I, I racked my brain because you used to have a gap, you know, until, until the bowl game, and you know, yeah, yeah. and well, you know, well, I know well, some I big think... third Saturday in October's, but I don't know about yes. you know the next week winning in wild fashion. I guess maybe the year the Tennessee fans were throwing their radios in the river when they thought they had it won in '72. <laughs> I'd have to look up and see who Bama beat the next week, but that was a good two weeks. <laughs> well, 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 but your points are good. They've had a lot of good two weeks oh, yeah. because. Uh, of the of what was it? Uh, look, pretty much what shapes us and what we think are significant wins are the ones that are uh, that have a lot at stake. Uh, and I mean, they go down to fourth and third one yep. with the season on the line, and they come through, and then that just increases the stakes for the next week, uh, and, and to be able to be. Georgia and win an SEC title again, and then the next day to actually go into the playoffs. I'm just telling you, uh, Brian, Brett and I have seen this where things can change, whether it's the Heisman Trophy Mm -hmm. or whether it's uh, any team. I wouldn't have given you a plug nickel for, for the direction this Alabama team was going not only after the Texas game, but maybe even more so after the South Florida game at Tampa. Uh, and how we, they, we, we wrote him off, Brent. Yeah, we, we wrote we, him off, and I yeah, said, yes. I said on these airwaves, Bama's going to go to a bowl game this year their fans can't imagine. And about yeah, okay. 10 of them would go. I said that in September, and, yeah. and that, was, that was said by me and many others. But it's amazing how much a team can improve – over the course of the season, and that really is what's happened yeah. uh, with this team. It's not just Milrow, and, and, and I'll make this brief. It's the it's what they've done with the offensive line and inserting some guys that have made a difference. The defense is attacking the quarterback uh, and so forth. And, and look, for it, 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 how many 
Uh, yeah, let, let me show. Let me see a show of hands on the interstate outside the radio station. <laughs> How many people would have thought this team would be two games away and two wins away from a national championship? Nobody. Nobody at all. I mean, it's crazy where they've come since the start of the season, What the, the conversations we were having about this team at the start of the season. Brent Beard, uh, he joins us every single Tuesday to talk college football from First Coast News in Jacksonville. All right, Brent, with uh, the season behind us, now bowl season, playoff season, um, who is uh, who do you think right now is in the lead for the Heisman Trophy? Oh, I think, and again, I'm just giving a general opinion right. here, <laughs> especially after I signed that uh, <laughs> that little box, right, Brett? Uh, we agree to it. Yes, there is no. Uh, oh, I, I don't think there's any doubt uh, that in a lot of people's mind that Jane Daniels is a leader. Uh, you really do wonder if he'd had a defense this year, what they could have oh, done. Man. Uh, and uh, and obviously, I mean, Marvin Harrison is tremendous. Uh, Bo Nix uh, and and uh, obviously Michael Penix. Mm-hmm. It, it's incredible how that Oregon Washington game, uh, how one game can change uh, your outlook on on who you favor for the uh, the, the Heisman Trophy. Uh, now look. I know Bo has been criticized a lot, and I get all that. But Bo, to his credit, has really improved since Auburn. Am I wrong, oh, Brent? Uh, I mean, he was. Uh, well, look, he, he did, but he he had really one way to go. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> I, I, look, Brian, when he was at Auburn, he was literally drawing up uh, plays in the dirt. Uh, it, it, I, I, it was real bad, Bo. Yeah. Yes, yes, it really was. So, to his credit, over the last few weeks, uh, he's gotten a lot more accurate. He has played within himself uh, and done well. So, I, so I, I can't criticize him without also giving him some credit. Here's another. Here's another thing. FSU is going to face out there in recruiting right now. Billy Napier has to be out there recruiting. Going, you, you got it down between us and FSU. Well, you know they're not going to the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know that they they will counter with, well, we'll expand to twelve next year, so our, our chances will be a lot better. But look, your point's a good one. Uh, that and and believe me, uh, and it's probably not only Florida using that against them either, is it? How, how many really will be mad a year from now over being excluded from the playoffs? Who? How many will have a legit case? Well. I, I, I mean, there may be one or two, uh, you know, whoever is 13 or 14 or something like that, that they gets hot late. Uh, you know, they uh, they they may be upset, but but we're just not we're just not going to have anywhere near the uh, the angst and, and the in the weeping gnashing of teeth that we've got right now. No. Yeah, that was a lot of teeth gnashed this sure week was. and Sunday, mm-hmm. and I can't blame them. Uh, I mean, if you reversed everything for your school, think how mad you would be. Well, uh, look, I, if if you've got, I'm just telling you, uh, and, and Brian, Brent and I have seen this for years within the league, mm-hmm. if, if, if there was an SEC team or two left out, they would be riding in the streets. Uh, and, and it wouldn't look, be turning to Rick Scott. No, no, 
No, and I'm not exaggerating about that either, am I, Brad? I, I mean, it with well, it, I'm afraid the reaction would be over the top. As yeah, well. yes, for, I, I the SEC, we're, we're over the top for good and for bad. Yeah, well, I, I, and I don't think there's any question about that. So, I, I mean, it, I, I, I'll put it this way. Uh, it, it might be at the point where Sankey would have to come out and, and, and actually – actually say something of, uh, akin to... I call for decision. peace in the streets. We need calm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what I Jeez. mean. Yes. I believe it. Yeah. Brent, last yeah. thing for you. Uh, what I, We spent a lot of time talking about the college football playoffs, but what bowl game outside of the college football playoffs really caught your eye, maybe involving an SEC or ACC team? Oh, I think you've got to... I mean, this Missouri-Ohio State game is yeah. interesting. My gosh. Uh, it, it, look, am I wrong here? Uh, Missouri wins that game. Uh, <clears throat> listen, uh, I, I think Drink would take your shirt off and run around the state. Uh, he, 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 he may go topless and bottomless. Uh, and, a, a sight no one wants to see. Yeah, and look, that, that uh, the Ole Miss-Penn State game is intriguing. I, I mean, Penn yeah. State's got this. This or a reputation for the defense, and I and I get that. They look for Ole Miss to win uh, and to even prove on the season they've had. I mean, that would be quite impressive, uh, uh, you know, along that line too. Now there's some others: LSU, Wisconsin, Tennessee, Iowa. <clears throat> I mean, I will keep up with it, but I'll probably take a nap in between some point in those games. <laughs> Yeah, at some point you got to go make new fresh rotel. I yes, mean, that, that might be the do. point in the, yeah, yeah, in yeah. those games. But Brent, I mean, a, a startling number for me today: Ohio State two and twelve in bowl games against yeah. the SEC. I would say they don't matter either. And I would talk about how close the game was to Georgia last year if I was two and twelve. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's no doubt about that. And and look, there's some there's some intrigue with the Georgia Florida State game. But but look, that it's still just a bowl game, uh, and and whoever wins that game uh, doesn't prove that they belonged uh, any more than the loser would prove that they didn't. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean I you know I hope it's a good game. There there would be some interest about that sure. all along. So uh, and 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 listen, guys. I watched that Texas Oklahoma State game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three of us and whoever's in the studio plays better defense in Oklahoma State. <laughs> yes. Oh man! A- after Bedlam, Oklahoma State said, "That's it, folks. That's the season." Boy, that's, that's uh, boy re- uh, did the, Brent? Did someone else get those jerseys and come out and play defense? <laughs> uh, uh, Gundy said, "My work here's done after beating OU." I did it. Uh, look, I, I like. <clears throat> I like Gundy, and I appreciate him in, in, in a lot of ways. But I mean, the, that my stars that that was one of the uh, the biggest mismatches on a. I mean, sometimes you're not you're just not very good, and sometimes you just don't show up. They just didn't show up. No. They they didn't and uh, made it real easy for Texas in that one sure on did, Saturday. Did. Oh man, real easy. But Brent, thanks so much for joining us. We'll do it again next week. I'll tell you one thing, we need a roster every day as I go out oh, here man. Uh, on this, um, uh, my Lord, uh, it, it, this transfer thing. Unbelievable. Uh, by, I, I mean, uh, I don't check Twitter every five minutes, but 
but but I know there are people in the universities who do. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they're going to have to because there's going to be people starting in bowl games oh, that yeah. wouldn't start in a spring game. Nope. Uh, no, no, no I, I agree with that totally. But by the way, Brent, one more thing. Uh, I saw the picture of you on Twitter as y'all were doing the show and saw the Christmas tree near you. That's right. Now, the thought, came up, my, the thought came up. Heck yeah. Now, 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 would Mama, if Mama was here, would she tell you, Brent, there needs to be less lights on that tree? Or there needs to be a lot more lights on that tree. What, what, what approach would she have taken? Something would be wrong, I can assure you. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. Uh, or maybe, I can assure you. Or, the, or could the star not be positioned correctly? Uh, again, something. But there's a lot of lights, though. Yes, it's, yeah, it's all yeah. love. I couldn't help it. Forgive me, but I couldn't help you it. You got it. All good, man. Oh, Thank you, brother Brent. Great sight. Thanks, Brent. Take care. Have a great week, man. Brent Veer joining us every single week from First Coast News in Jacksonville to talk college football. Always fun with Brent. But I'll tell you what's going to be a lot of fun, Brett. This Friday, we're going to be yes, at uh, Cordova Ace Hardware, uh, 1740 Germantown Parkway, right behind Corky's for the Big Green Egg Early Christmas at uh, Cordova Ace Hardware. We're cooking everything. Yeah, we're, we're cooking literally everything. This Friday, December 8th from 11 a.m., so John Harden's going to be out there as well. I know he was talking about this earlier to 6 p.m. when we're uh, done with our show. Uh, we're going to be sampling tenderloin, wings, pizza, dessert, all cooked on the Big Green Egg. Come out, try all this great food on the Big Green Egg. Try their new sauces, seasonings, and check out their platinum selection of Big Green Egg equipment and Big Green Egg uh, accessories. And we can also get hundreds of dollars uh, off a large egg, $150 off an extra large egg, $50 off the Egg Genius, um, and up to $70 off the Eggs Pander Kits. Um, We're giving away uh, Big Green Egg door prizes and tons of giveaways, so make sure you come out um, and visit with us at the Cordova Ace Hardware Friday, December 8th uh, from 11 to 6. Let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we got to talk about what we're certain of after another week of action in both college football and the NFL. We'll do that next. Be sure to follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again are Brett Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you in our family leisure studios. And we've got to talk about what we're certain of after another weekend of action in college football and the NFL. I guess soon, Brett, we're going to just be what we are certain of in the NFL. Well, we're getting down to it. The bowl season ahead for college football. And this week, you know, just one game, the Army-Navy game. Mm-hmm. What a game that would be. That will oh, be yeah. in Foxborough at the home of the Patriots. Yeah. And it's an impossible ticket. You go out there and look at the value Ooh. of the pricing on that. It's probably yeah. the most expensive 
Army Navy ticket ever. And Saturday night, the Heisman Trophy ceremony and the reveal, the unveil. Got a text from our good friend Pat Donahue mm. at the Rendezvous. Shout out, Pat Donahue. Oh, yeah. Love him. Love the Rendezvous. He said, hey, man, send me the, the Christmas tree pic. I love Brent Beard. He said, I, I want to see the So I sent back. The mostly Ole Miss smaller tree that's right there. Right. That's got a lot of lights on sure. it. Sure. And then the bigger sports theme tree. Yes. Look, I know the reason for the season, but I, <laughs> I, I, just, I just have my trees right. like that. And I, I, I mean that sincerely. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do know it. And, and Brett talking about my late mother, she, she had tons of Christmas stuff. So I got a lot of that after she passed away. And I, re- I really like putting it all up and enjoying it. But in the late 80s, early 90s, before I quit drinking, uh, she came by my house then. And that's when I had my Budweiser empty can theme tree. And she it. came by one time and said, can, can we not grow out of this? Can we not move on from this? Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No, I mean, it's a beautiful tree. I, I tell you, and I, I, you know, I was going to say this to, to Brent. I mean, it's it makes me happy every afternoon at 3 o'clock when we get on here and I see the Christmas tree in the background. It makes me festive. I, I, I put everything up. I got home from the Ole Miss-ULM game on Sunday afternoon, the 19th, and did all that because I knew I was going to be really busy that week. I wanted it all, all up where I could enjoy it for the holidays. Mm-hmm. By 10 o'clock on the 26th, <laughs> you wouldn't know it ever happened. Really? I don't know who timed out the holiday season, but I can hear, oh, holy night, and look at the lights about one more time <laughs> at some magic moment on the 25th. Interesting. See, I, I'm very different. I everything gets going in November, and I don't take things down until like the New Year. Is that right? Yeah. New New Year's Day is big for a lot of people. The Saturday, no, I'm sorry, the Friday I went to the Arkansas Mizzou game. Picked up a friend of mine in Little Rock, and we left his neighborhood that morning about ten o'clock in Little Rock, and everybody was outside putting things up. When we got back that night, you know, it was dark and all the lights were up. I mean, it was presto. Mm. I mean, that that Saturday and last weekend, big weekends to get stuff up. Absolutely, and uh, I like seeing you know all the lights. Have you been to Graceland yet? Have no, you driven by? I haven't. I've I not will. Driven by I'll, yet. I always go out that way. Yeah. At least at least once during the holidays, and I I, I, w- I will before it, it's beautiful. Oh, it's it's uh, it, it's beautiful. I try to make it by there uh, at least once to see all the lights. They had some sort of thing on NBC the other night, like Christmas at Graceland, where they had a bunch of like popular singers at Graceland performing and stuff like that. They were out there live? Uh, they were out there live, but you couldn't go out and see them because they were kind of like in the house, around the house. It was Man, different did things. they tape it in June? No, no, no. I think... Okay. I don't know when they taped it, but they taped it very recently. You could tell everyone was kind of cold, um, and they were all there well, together. Well, sometimes they, Hollywood it's can make true. it appear to be cold. That's very true. But I, I, I think it, it seemed like it was recent, um, but I hated it. I couldn't stand it. I mean, I was not a fan of it. Um, I like everybody's tree. I, yes. I even like you go to the convenience store, and they got the little bitty tree up. That right. You can tell somebody put it up in about two uh-huh. seconds with not a whole lot of thought. I like them. Oh yeah! But whatever tree you have up, I like it. I, anything Christmas, I I tend to. Like. I say that I was at a convenience store the other day, and and the tree was a, a, a white tree with all the decorations blue. Okay. I loved it. Yeah, I like it. I mean, hey, why not? I, I it's very hard for me to to dislike something Christmas themed. Me too. It just it, I, I like I like the wreaths up. Yeah. Now I, my neighbors, I mean, I'm I'm the fuddy duddy in my neighborhood. 
a couple of my neighbors are very elaborate with the Great. lights and stuff, and like I've that. got a wreath on the front door and a wreath uh-huh. on the back door, and that's, that's right. it. Hey, I like it. You know, hey, everyone's different, and that's okay. I, I, I just can't imagine me on a ladder. Something really bad would happen. Yeah, no, probably. Uh, me, probably with electricity, me on a ladder? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. no probably man, uh, probably uh, a good idea. I don't know how this ends, but I know how to prevent it. Uh-huh, yes. That's probably uh, probably a good idea, Brett. Um, what are you certain of in college football this this uh, after this week? Well, I, I'm, I'm certain that, that bowl, bowl season's here, yeah. and while it's not the end-all, be-all for the bowl season anymore, I, I, don't, I don't think we should take hard conclusions from bowl records, but I don't see the SEC any better than 5-4, four, 4-5 four, mm. in these bowl games. It, it's some tough matchups. Motivations are different, and rosters are very different. Now, that's, that's for everyone, but... I do know this. If the SEC goes 6-3 or better in the polls and kind of strut around about it, we'll hear the siren call of they don't matter. Yep. If they go 2-7, and seven, mm-hmm. it suddenly matters. That's right. No, it's that's how it goes every year, Brett. And uh, this year we're, we'll, we'll certainly not be any different. Um, one thing I'm certain of after this weekend, uh, Washington is still underrated. I mean, we talked all week last week, nine and a half points, ten point dog in that game against Oregon, an Oregon team that they beat earlier this season already, an Oregon team that they beat last year when they played them, but because Oregon had been playing better and Washington had just been winning, um, Oregon was a massive uh, favorite, and really that that was a three-point win for Washington. Very easily could have been a ten-point win for them if they had kind of uh, you know not taken the foot off the, the gas pedal there. At yeah, the they end. were just trying to land the airplane. Yeah, they were, they were just trying to finish the game, and so Washington, very impressive of what they've done, but still going into uh, the college football playoffs still a little underrated and and all week really since the conclusion of the regular season game against oregon the mm-hmm. whole college football uh commentary at all wait to the rematch oh, wait yeah. to the rematch uh, you know, there are a lot of reports out now that washington saw and heard all that and they were they were plenty motivated Absolutely. by it. whether or not Jane daniels wins saturday night i think he's already in the club of immortal saturday mm-hmm. night will confirm it but I've said I think he's there with Joe Burrow, Billy Cannon, Burt Jones, Jim Taylor. Uh, you know, pick pick your great LSU players at Tommy Casanova. Many. I mean, it, it, it too many to mention. But uh, whether he wins Saturday night or not, uh, he, he's there. No, after two years. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, what he's done this year has been really fun to watch and, and a very exciting player. Brett, I'm certain that we got uh, what we could have only hoped for in the Big Ten championship game last week. A Michigan cover and the under hitting once again was, in an Iowa that was football a rarity. game. I mean, I didn't I didn't know if I that, saw it coming. That was kind of scoregami inside scoregami, wasn't it? It really was. I mean, anytime you get one of those low totals and you can get a team to cover and still the under, I mean, unbelievable. What, a, what I don't care what you think about Iowa football, it is some sort of art watching them play every week. It is, but I, again, the object <laughs> is to win. That's right. They won ten times in a right. division. That's right. Yeah, they win so, games. You know, I don't know how bad a year that that really no, re- really can be. Uh, Sunday in the NFL, we had a six nothing game with with right. uh, the Chargers winning six nothing over the Patriots, yes. and I thought that might be score got me unique. Uh-huh. Well, then then it makes sense, especially back in the really early days, twenties and thirties, and even into the forties. 
a boatload of six nothing games in the NFL. Yes, because nobody had a reliable kicker, and there was a lot of two point tries. Yes, no, uh, you're right about that. And, that and the was, kicking uh, surfaces were very different. Very different um, in that game. Who that game Sunday between the Chargers and the Patriots. It's an ugly game, and and I'm certain, Brett, uh, when you have to turn to Bailey Zappi, um, your your, your season's over, yeah. and and that's what we saw for the Patriots on Sunday. What happens with Mac Jones? He he goes somewhere and gets a chance, doesn't he? Yes, he's got to, um, but mm, it just has not worked out in New England at all. That's mine. I'm certain yeah. it's over for Bill Belichick in New England. They yeah, they man. move apart. You know, they, nobody says you're fired anymore. They move apart. They moved away sure. from however you now. Now, I, I just wonder, though, I'm not certain of this. This is a question. Do they have the press conference that he gets to say farewell to, to, to Mr. Kraft and to his late wife and, and to you know, the, the Jonathan Kraft and all the import? Or, or does Belichick kind of go full Bobby Knight and tell everybody to, you know what you can do with it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would probably bet the second one is not unlikely. Especially if he wants to, if he, if he wants to coach next year, yeah. If, he co- if he's gonna, if he's planning on coaching next year, I don't think it's any any hugs and kisses no, pressure. No, I don't think so either. Um, no, I, I would not think that it would be anything very uh, very kind. Another thing, Brett, I'm certain of uh, Dak Prescott. Really good, and he's Our playing Cowboys. really well. Our quarterback, Cowboys. our Cowboys. I mean, what can I one say? One helmet, two stars on it. What can I say? I mean, yeah. what, what else do you want in a quarterback? I've never, you know, I really, and Johnny, you know, I'm glad you're here to hear this. I just I'm really, glad Johnny's part of the team. I, I'm glad he is too. And Johnny, board. you know, just just so I can let you know, let you know, I'm on the same page of you. I hate when people try to tear down Dak Prescott and talk about he's not a great quarterback and that he can't get yeah. the job done and that they would they would prefer somebody else as the quarterback. For their football team, I can't stand it when someone sits in front of their family on Thanksgiving and starts listing off quarterbacks they would rather have quarterback the Dallas Cowboys other than Dak Prescott. Well, there is a couple of quarterbacks I personally would like to have. You know who over, did that? Who did that? I did. Oh, but I love that Dak was Prescott you today. That Wrong was you, bro. Oh, was my second. quarterback. My that quarterback. was you. Yep, my quarterback. You're not a real fan. No, no, I'm, I, I hate people like that, Brett. I mean, I see, it's see, my quarterback. you, nah, he, he see, great. see, mean, you're what's wrong with the Cowboys, the man. You're what's wrong with the Cowboys. Me and Johnny are what we're, we're what what is right about. The Cowboys. I'm sorry, man. hey Brett, diehard fans like hey, us. Hey man. Brett, I'm sorry. I recently, like I told you, I went on a visit to the 49ers. Hey mm. man, hey Johnny, it, shopping it, around. It, I'm shopping, Johnny, man. I'm shopping around, man. Jo- Johnny is spot on. What else I'm certain about the 49ers are really good. I that, mean, hey, they're the best team to me, does, man. Does Michael Parsons one. really want that rematch? Oh, man, I don't know. Hey, I'm, Brett, <laughs> say, say that for so, the people in the back. Do he really want uh, that? I did. Brett, you know, I, do they I, really I, want that rematch? I don't I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No. Hey. And, it, and it, is, it is boiled down to now, I'm certain of this, to win the Super Bowl, to win it all, what are we down to, about four, three or four teams maybe? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's we're really getting, balled down, had it? We're getting down to the knee gritty. I know uh, John earlier today on his show, he was kind of ranking his uh, his teams right now in the NFL, and it was three NFC teams before he got to the first AFC team. So I mean, we're we're starting to get down to um, only a few teams in that conversation. Bo Marchant usually puts out his uh, two teams that he has as favorites. We'll talk to him. Sure will. Um, in about, Jacksonville uh, got eliminated last night. Sure did. Yeah, and so we'll talk to him. Get his thoughts on uh, who's still remaining. Um, a lot of potential playoff teams remain, sure. though. Absolutely. absolutely. To, to get in the, 
the the tournament, but to win it all. Yes. And and we have the very real chance, very real. We got it in college football, my 21st century winners. Yeah. We could have an all-newbie to not win it in the 21st century final in college football, all Michigan right. and Washington. Oh, all right. I would like that. Texas and Bama, they, they both have Bama sure. many times. In the NFL, I know they've won it a bunch, and they, they're proud of all their trophies, but not in the 21st century. San Francisco is real. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a that's a real, real possibility. But uh, I'm excited to talk NFL here in a little bit at 5 o'clock. But let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, it'll be time for Big Number of the Day. We are Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 WHBQ. Available on your radio dial at 560 AM and 98.5 FM, as well as around the world online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again are Brett Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Big Daddy. Hello, Big Brand. It's a guy, he wants to be big, then he gets big, he doesn't want to be big anymore, then he gets small, but the suit's too big. Big Daddy. The Big Boy. You're a big guy. I think she's trying to pull a fast one on Big Daddy. The big number of the day. Well, Brett, I'm excited for my big number today. It is two. Two is my that, big number. That's, that's today. one bigger than yesterday, so it's growing. It's growing. Maybe tomorrow will be three. Now I'm going to be on the search it for double a big number today. Three. Well, tomorrow will be four. Ooh, Tomorrow's going to be four question. for Dak. Oh, hey, you never know. That's my quarterback right there. Hey, I like it, Brett. Four for Dak. Four that's for Dak. It. Why not? Double every day. Then then eight for Troy Aitman. I like it. I then like 16 it. for. Eh, we'll cross that bridge when we get Steve there. Steve Pelour, maybe? Well, yeah, we'll 32 see. for old Walt Garrison? That's right. I mean, old Walt, how could you forget? 64, I mean, Tom Rafferty, lineman right. in the 70s? That's right. I mean, all the way up. And then we'll get it'll get a little tricky when we get to the triple-digit numbers, I guess. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we'll cross the Number that of wins. We'll, we'll right. go to win number 128 in Cowboys history. That's what right. was that? I don't know. We'll figure it out. And that will be our our, uh, our our game of the day. And There's your theme. The rest of the I year, like a big number. I like it. Thank you, Brett. Uh, my big number today, though, is two because today is the second day that players have been allowed to enter the NCAA transfer portal um, in college football. And these numbers are from last night uh, at about 9 o'clock. Last night, there were already 1,183 FBS players that have entered the NCAA transfer portal. and that was it's just, about 11 a team. It, it is, and that's just day one of the 30-day uh, portal window. We're now on uh, day number two, and I saw this uh, also last night. Um, as of what time was this? Uh, 11 o'clock last night, there were 117 SEC players in the 
transfer portal. Only one team in the SEC, Brett, currently has no players in the transfer portal. I guess that would change, but I guess he doesn't count because he went into the lacrosse transfer portal, and that is Alabama, according to this tweet. According to this tweet, Alabama, as of last night at 11 o'clock, had zero players in the football transfer portal. And, and they'll have some after the bowl. Sure, they'll, they'll definitely have uh, have some after the bowl. Remember, Jermaine Burton left Georgia in the middle of the national yes. championship parade to yes. go to Bama. Yes, so uh, no, that will certainly change, but it seems like a lot of that team wanting to stick together um, during this college football playoffs. Looking at some other numbers in here, Arkansas with 11 at the time of this tweet, uh, Ole Miss with 5 at the time, but the, the leader in the clubhouse, Brett, and you've seen it, if anybody's been Vander. on social media, Vanderbilt was yeah. 16 at the time. I'm pretty sure that's changed since then, has gone up. And people just cherry-picking. Um, yeah, I mean, both quarterbacks, starter and backup this season are gone. Wide receivers. Um, yeah, Will Shepard, who was their, their great receivers yeah. in the portal, another great receiver they had um, uh, is in the transfer for portal, so you know it's it's going to be rough for Vandy. And, and it, Vandy, they ought to be able if, if they wanted to, if they wanted to make that commitment, just yeah. like facilities. We've waited forever mm-hmm. for Vandy to make a facilities commitment, and, and it, they have. They have finally done that. They could if they wanted to. That's just that's not them. My big number: nineteen sixty-seven. No, mm-hmm. not the year. It's combined wins for Michigan and Alabama. They'll meet Whoa. in the. Rose Bowl game, 1,002 wins Whoa. for Michigan, 965 for Alabama. For Texas, for Texas against Washington, it's 948 for Texas against 773 for the Huskies. So in these, this final four, we have one, two, four, and 26 all time in college football history and wins. Wow. Brett does it oh, again. Brett, I am telling you, man, we need to get some. We need to get an element with, with just half claps every time, man. Because you never miss. You I'm never miss, it, man. I love it. Every time we do these big numbers, none against you, Brian. You know, it's yeah, okay. Like but, but none Johnny, I think you. I got an advantage, though. Here's the advantage. I Tell go me. second, and that's the last thing. We got to swap it up, Brian. No, you know not. what? You know what? Maybe you're right. You normally go second. We need yeah. to flip it. We'll but, flip it. But we'll Brett, see. Two Brett. days, rest of the week, Brett's going first. But, Brett, see what you happens. don't miss, man. I love Thank it. Thank you, Johnny. I love it. You know, Johnny used to. Um, everyone would get mad when I when I didn't go first. You know, not they, mad. They not not mad. Go, they wanted me to go first, and so Wait. I just always gone first. Brian, why? Did I, he... I, I didn't get mad. I just thought you were, and you are. I thought you were being too nice and deferential, well, and and you should be going first. Well, hey. Brian, why did you're those? <laughs> Brian, that felt like an excuse. I'm not trying to say it, but oh, it felt like man, a little Johnny bit of an excuse, man. I love you, Brian, but that kind of felt like a. Like it. Like excuse. And during the break, Johnny t- told us their, their tree is up, and yeah. I know one of the big packages. Santa's going to deliver for you, Johnny, a Dak Prescott jersey. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Maybe a 10-gallon cowboy yeah. hat. I mean, oh, Johnny, I mean, I've been meaning to tell you, I thought I thought of you a lot at Mississippi State. Really? Because I asked you when, when you, you worked so hard in, in student equipment yeah. for, for the University of Memphis, I asked you what, what was the best – Opposing locker room, and you said Mississippi State, it is, and it really is because yeah. that and that used to be their home locker room before yes. they went to the northwest corner. Interesting, and I, I, I I've never seen it's it. Ama- Shockingly, hey. they won't allow me in Mississippi State locker room, <laughs> but they they, they tell Shocker. me that it is mind blowing how it's, great it is, and it. Th- th- 
and what what they left for now the opposition is great. It's really good. Yes, man, it's amazing. Big, like it's very comfortable. It's it's the best visiting it, locker. And it's got a plaque to Dak yes, up it in does. it. But, it but really? you know, but now it's the opposing. That's and, and, and uh and and I I asked one of the old Miss equipment managers, uh, student managers. I said, I'm glad nobody did anything goofy like cover that up. I mean, you know, he, he had a great career here, and yeah. you know, it should be up. Yeah, yeah no, should. it should be. That's that's awesome. I did not know they had a good uh, opposing locker room. I didn't know the history of their I, opposing I, I, locker I'm going to say A&M wins by 10 miles really? over everybody in the SEC. State's close. Mm. They're, are they, they're next. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Huh. Might have to rank our uh, – or you might have to rank – you and Johnny might have to rank y'all's opposing well, opposing well, locker before room. The, before the remodel, Vandy was last by 99 miles. Yikes. Honestly, next to last, Ole Miss for visiting really? for visiting locker room. Wow. I can and trust that. me, I that ain't changing. No, They're not even budget that. dollars to make no. the uh, visitors' <laughs> locker room great. I believe it, and They're I not. don't think that's on anybody's list. It's, oh, let's go, let's go make the opposing. They're not trying to make them come. I'm telling y'all, A and M's is too nice. It is too nice. Interesting, huh? I'm gonna have to go try to find but some just the medical it. unit at A and M apart from. The the dressing shower area, things like that. Just the medical unit for ta- taping ankles, or you know, uh, the X-ray room. Wow, wow! I need to try to find some pictures of their opposing locker room because Brett, you make it sound like it's the uh, Taj Mahal of uh, it. It is, and, and, and it wasn't rooms. before the Kyle Field redo. Interesting, interesting. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up this hour. Get to a break. When we come back, we're talking NFL with Bo Marchant. 